0: Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get into some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Amp Podcast Network or Planet an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show.
1: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down Boy, you better sit down yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke Cross town like Yancy, I will throw They say I'm in a spot they would kill for I could put them in the wheel and they still won't get a deal with coke if I wasn't right like about to pass back out to and, it's real and then they just like they inflated it to like separate the skin bad.
0: from the flesh and then you're like that's just growing off my penis dude we
2: gotta get you like
0: outside I don't remember what the sky looks like and the balcony doesn't count <laughs> I haven't been on the balcony I stay in the apartment <laughs> door that's where I'm supposed to be I'm an indoor boy. I'm an indoor boy now. My husband been he can't defend himself. If I, when, yeah, no. <laughs> <he's> <laughs> every fun. time I get into a fight with other boyfriends in the apartment complex, I, I have to drop onto my back and use my hind legs. <laughs> <laughs> very- you hind legs. <laughs> Me and the other boyfriends, we meet, we go meet, we hang out at the fence behind the apartment building and we scream at each other and throw beer bottles and then i have to hop onto my back which it's with all the broken glass is just a real hazard i can imagine and i didn't re up my tetanus when i was when i you know got my covid booster like i you know wanted to so that's on me that's on me yeah yeah girlfriends pulling fucking you know rusty nails and pieces of miller highlife bottles out of my back every day yeah, and then she lets you outside. Well, she like that's the, see that's the thing, she helps with the back wounds. She's the one who keeps letting me outside, and it's like I told you, I'm not an outdoor boyfriend. I'm an indoor boyfriend. Okay, it's, he's not gonna
2: he's not gonna be able to learn it's so for all of uh all of our people at home, um I, I have to say the the image of Colin jumping out like falling down onto his back and then violently kicking his legs like a cat is incredible to me because Colin is a. Big
0: boy. He's boy. tall, you know, and burly. You don't. And, you don't, you don't get and just to, the idea bro. of this
2: great big man that I know, just getting on his back and just kicking,
0: just kicking. You don't get to get, kick, get to this kick. size as a boyfriend in the wild, if if you don't know how to fight back. You know, it's like kind. Of, it's kind of like it's kind of like goldfish, right? They get as big as their container. I'm my. So if you got me a bigger apartment, I would I would increase in mass, uh, but also. I would be able to fight off larger and more ferocious attackers. Gotcha, To the gotcha. point where it doesn't even matter that I'm front declawed. It doesn't even matter uh, that I'm neutered. Like, yeah, don't need your front claws if you have got- I'm virile enough, my face will puff up to defend me from the oncoming strikes. And that'll be good. Just gonna make sure I take my feline prep for my feline aids. Yes, of course.
2: All that FIV god I remember reading a story a few years ago where it's like yeah I, I took a shit in my family's litter box as a joke just to be like ha, ah, the cat took a human sized shit and then they took the cat to the, the vet because they were worried about it and then they found out that it had FIV and it's just like bam surprise feline aids I just like I
3: surprise feline aids it's,
2: it's almost worse than regular aids how we got
0: drugs for that now yeah, I mean they don't no, have prep for cats, Colin. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, you know, it's the really shitty, awful thing that people would say to gay guys when, when you know, they were just fucking dropping like mayflies. Was <laughs> like, well, you just don't have sex, lad. <laughs> nah, no, fuck it's that. like obviously easy for you. You weren't having sex to begin with. You're in a loveless marriage. Nah. But like, and, and then and like, I mean, technically, yes, that is like. That is a solution. It is not a good or proper one. And then we talk about, like, dignity and, like, agency and, like, you know, what is cultural and what is personal and, like, what transcends these things. But it's like, it's a fucking cat, so I'll just keep my cat from fucking. Like, I'll just, I'll just lock her. It's guess now what? I'm just going to cut your balls off, I'm, not, I'm That's the thing, know. right? You don't have to be a feminist when it comes to cats because you know- they're cats. People nowadays, this is the problem with people nowadays, and I'm on my soapbox, I people care too much about things. Some things they care too much about, and they don't understand that they don't matter. I love my cat. I love my cat more than I love most living relatives that I have, okay? If for whatever reason, this cat becomes a liability, dead tomorrow, period, end of story. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. I'm sorry, Fat
2: but up, but you leave, are expendable.
0: I would leave her body in a shallow ditch in a heartbeat if it would benefit me and my girlfriend. A heartbeat. Can your girlfriend hear you say this? She is asleep right now. I, I would not say, say this with she her she awake in the you. apartment. She would, <laughs> she would interrupt to hit me as she and should fuck, she wouldn't hit me no she she uh, would she would probably laugh and then be like you wouldn't do that to nutmeg and I'd be like I no, no I wouldn't hat. do that to nutmeg but I fantasize about it of course <laughs> not but I like to think I you fantasize about killing your cat the way you fantasize about your boss because you're unemployed and bored <laughs> oh yeah I'll get those reports into your food bowl <laughs> by Monday you piece of shit I would like to repeat we need to get you out of the house Per your last feeding, or the version that I like better than that, uh, per, 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 per. Oh, come on, boys. Let's let's get the show Yeah, you know started. what? Let's, let's get into this fucking god-awful episode. making me free um, associate. Like Robin Williams on dementia medication. It's, I really just appreciate
2: you you saving that awful feline AIDS bit. Uh, awful. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Mine was awful. You saved it. Man. All right. That guy. That Uh-oh. guy. You see that guy bobbing on stage? Who's more tragic than getting diagnosed with feline AIDS? With feline
2: AIDS. I'm a man.
0: Yeah, you should probably worry about that. What? That's the... Well, okay, can we... Uh, I know we're, we, just, we just successfully... We did our job so well, we successfully transitioned into the intro of the show, but I have to ask, I've been right thinking about it the out. whole time. Let's, uh, sorry, I gotta... We're gonna paddle back out to the sea for a moment. What What? are... Can a man get feline AIDS, first of all? That's the first question I have. Second of all, if a man is to contract feline AIDS, what... Well, are there... I think he would have to be fucking the cat. Yes. Well, the, the, I, that's not the question. Of course, he'd have to be fucking the cat. That's how we got AIDS in the first place. Mm-hmm. But um, are there feline-specific side effects? Like, obviously with AIDS, you, like your immune system's compromised. You know, your T cells are low, so like you get sick more easily. You get infections. Uh, you get like you feel fatigue and weak and all that. But like, if you have feline AIDS, is it like all that? And then you're also like. I really fucking need like a tuna roll or something. Like, I'm really fucking, like, <laughs> if I'm gonna go to Subway and I'm gonna get a a tuna melt, extra mayo, extra tuna, uh, and then just like sloppy, just so oil. So, what you're
2: asking you're asking whether or not feline AIDS would make a man want wet food.
0: I'm just saying, if if you had feline AIDS, would it be a Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets bathroom situation? Uh, would you, would furries be invented? Are furries somehow involved in the feline AIDS epidemic? Is there a Almost connection certainly. between human cases of feline AIDS and the growing popularity of the furry movement? I'm not implying anything. I'm asking questions here. I'm just asking questions here. Okay. I don't need to be canceled for my for my authoritarian opinions about how, the cat sexuality. Okay. All right, we'll we round, it them, round 50 them up, round them up, and we throw them in the fucking camps. Cat camps. Um, I'm gonna make them wear tiny little pink triangles, tiny little pink and blue triangles for these cats that they're cat aids, and I will enact a horrific cat holocaust because I read that book, Mouse as a Child, and I internalized none of the message but all of the visual. Uh,
4: well, apparently not, because the cats were the Nazis.
0: Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, well, this is good because they were bad at the book. So I if I, you can do a holocaust against people that do a holocaust, and it cancels out the previous holocaust.
2: I don't think that's how holocaust math works. Anyways, uh, hey, hi, hello, and welcome back once again to another episode of Worst in the Industry, the show where we three sister-wives attempt to birth yet another horrifying truth into this world— My name is Justin St. Peter, and if keeping sweet is what the Jeffs want, then I am Lemon Concentrate. To
0: my left. Hi, my name is Colin Stanley. I have HIV-AIDS, and the H stands for hairball. To my left.
3: Uh, My name's Tyler, and nuclear bombs are horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I'd I'd throw that out there. Yeah, Uh, they are. You okay, (laughs) Um,
0: I've been reading a book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh,
2: it's, thank you. It's, you've got that thousand-yard stare of I've been doing research for a new series. I so. watched,
0: uh, I, I was trying to get The Girlfriend on on the old Chernobyl, right? The, the limited-run series from HBO. Hmm. Uh, so we were drinking. We were a few tequila sunrises in. And I was yep. about half a dozen beers in, too. And, uh, just started crying watching Chernobyl, talking about climate change and how there's the children being born today are gonna starve to death or suffocate to death in their cradles and it's just there's nothing anybody can do about it and the next day i'm like S- so last night <laughs> <laughs> so i got a little emotional i'm sorry is about he, that she's you like you feel any
2: better God.
0: she's like oh it's fine <laughs> you know, I made her made her a big pan of vegan mac and cheese. And I was, you know, playing bartender all night. So, that's she's she's used to it. You make up for it. You get to you get to sob <laughs> on a couch and <laughs> while while British men pretend to be Russian with with no language or accent change at all. None at all. It's I like and how you they don't got need the it. Welsh
2: to play the miners though. I mean, that's they know what the Welsh are good
0: for. They could have gotten the Welsh or they could have gotten the Cornish.
2: Mm.
0: The dreaded Cornish. <laughs> yeah, but they would have had to pay the Cornish. They could just pay the Welsh and sheep. That's okay. Hey, um, Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. That's they don't even up. have to give them the sheep what what do you what you them want? Mostly... The Welsh do not engage okay. in arranged marriages anymore. That is propaganda. Yeah. Come on. You don't even it's have all good. You just got to give them 20 on, minutes. What are, what are, what is good this? vibes, nothing bad. What is this fucking beer league softball lobbing these underhand pitches at me? Come on, just, just fucking knocking them out of the park. Hairball? Come on, guys.
2: Last week, I explained in brief the history of the Mormon Church and one of the many nefarious offshoots from this church to bury itself deeply in the hidden crags of the American West as well as how exactly they maintain total control over their congregants and a vice grip on their finances. This week, we have a conclusion to my miniseries on the United Effort Plan, the financial arm of the malignant fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, wherein we'll cover the actual documented crimes of the FLDS as enabled by the UEP. These crimes, as documented by newspaper, newspaper articles and documentaries, range from the absurdly outdated, such as cohabitation, uh, to the negligent death of seven American astronauts and millions of dollars in damage. In summation, the United Effort Plan is the real estate conglomerate funded by the personal finances of FLDS members as well as a massive, highly organized system of fraud, these funds and resources are kept as hidden from the outside as possible in order to help facilitate the secretive nature of the FLDS activity namely child fucking. Hmm. Namely. All right. Uh, these activities are so clandestine because the true purpose of the FLDS and the UEP by extension is to create a 10,000 plus person strong machine purpose built for the abuse and grooming of both adult women and children of either sex, and this is not a new machine. It was built more than 70 years ago, and has been dutifully maintained by the FLDS ever since. As we stated last week, the United Effort Plan was established in 1942, ostensibly as a charitable trust for the members of the FLDS, a decidedly polygamist offshoot of the LDS, or the Mormon Church. It's, we went into a whole thing with Joe Smith he's a con man jesse strang
0: king of beaver island
2: oh yeah yep it's joseph strang brigham young talked a lot about like the sons of perdition or well we didn't really talk a lot about the sons of perdition but we did bring up the sons of perdition uh and you know the other great documentaries under the banner of heaven it is a lot it's a lot to deal with fucking mormons are crazy they've always been crazy and they always will be crazy uh watch the expanse as colin has been
0: to experience i mormons in space I, dude, this, I, I was just gonna talk about the expanse so much this episode i still might but uh, you're, you're probably gonna bring it up at least oh my time. god yes but <laughs> i will allow like i will allow one more into the final edit uh watching watching the expanse and these and these f- arrogant fucking milk toast children that are fucking launching this, that are building this space station, this big Mormon space station, this colony ship, that are going to launch to the stars. I am so glad they get their asses kicked. I wish that they committed a uh, full-scale Dune-style jihad against the space Mormons. These fucking people, they're the worst people. Like The Mormonian jihad? They are the worst people. Like, even in The Expanse, where it's like, yeah, there's like a bunch of war criminals and, like, genocide heirs hanging out, like, in the cast of characters here. The Mormons are, like, still, like, number two worst They're people bad. hanging out. They're not it's great. It's crazy. It's cra- the, the, these There are people committing crimes on a fictional scale. A scale defined purely by fantasy, and the Mormons are still worse.
2: Now, Mormons the congregants of the uh, FLDS approve the establishment of the UEP in order to live by the uh, revelation, the Law of Consecration, which is a Mormon tenet that demands communalist living and the sharing of resources, as well as the dedication of one's life and personal wealth directly to the church in entirety. Old Joe Smith... We didn't talk about this a lot last uh, episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it up right now. Uh, old Joe Smith loved Revelation. Uh, and the, the current Mormon church loves Revelation. What uh, zealot revelation,
3: doesn't. What, what was that? What zealot doesn't.
2: Uh, exactly. Um, as I'm sure anyone with a, a basic theological understanding of Christianity goes, these revelations are supposedly messages directly from God. Thunderbolts in the middle of the day that provide you with divine wisdom and... A, a, a literal, word-for-word word command to pass on to your followers. Uh, as always, it's bullshit. If God exists, he's talking to no one.
0: He's talking but to the mushrooms, case, man. Like it's like Terrence McKenna. The mushrooms are God. There's a lot to uh, learn. They've been here before us, so and they know, they know what's I going just... on.
3: I just like how it's they name tears Philadelphia. Tears tears. Philadelphia. They they name drop Philly in uh in in Revelation.
0: I'm sorry. Come again. What?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead ass.
0: Oh, are you talking?
2: What the fuck are you talking uh, about? They name drop Philadelphia in Revelation. Like, yeah. The no.
3: Book of Revelation in the The Bible? Book of
2: Revelation. Yes. They don't name Philadelphia. This. Si- how did you have this ready?
0: He, why, he would only up. bring it up because he had it ready. Oh, it's because Philadelphia is a fucking Greek city. I know. Oh, but they, I didn't know that. It, yeah, it's like fucking. I think I think they Missouri, knew the I,
3: like. I think they knew the Flyers were going to start playing there one day, and they were like, "These motherfuckers, it's they, gritty." They they are about to have a hockey team of convicted murderers.
2: Oh my god, gritty is the great beast. Gritty is. <laughs> <laughs> Gritty, Gritty's the low the beast, towards <laughs> Gritty is the Antichrist.
0: Gritty is the Antichrist. Gritty is. <laughs> I knew I liked him. And yea, there was a fourth horseman, a pair upon a bright orange horse. Yes, it's, <laughs> its very shaggy, and he threw a sheet cake. And his at guy. name was Gritty, and he brought with him a hockey stick.
2: <laughs> God, have you guys seen that video? Of so shall it be, video? Amen.
0: Guy nailing a guy with a whole sheet cake. Huh.
2: Oh, so dude, fucking. He did gritty. nail that dude with that sheet cake. It's amazing. He's just like fucking around in the stands, and he like he, he pokes a guy in the shoulder, and the guy like gets up and he runs after him, and he takes a whole sheet cake and he throws it at him like a pie,
0: and the guy just goes down. You can't do that. That's like that's like you five to weights 10
3: behind a sheet cake. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's <laughs> like getting punched in the chest. That's not. That's not. But it was incredible. It's not like getting hit with a whipped cream. There's weight. Like, you. there's bruises, and you get hit with a sheet cake. <laughs> yeah. The congregants approved the
2: establishment of the UEP in order to live by their law of consecration, a Mormon tenet that demands communalist living and the sharing of resources, as well as the dedication of one's life and personal wealth directly to the church in entirety. To restate before that giant break. <laughs> um, now, the purpose of this revelation was twofold. You see, initially, the LDS was made pretty much entirely of poor families and poor farmers, like Joseph Smith was, uh, and English immigrants who were brought over by missionaries, as well as a small amount of fairly wealthy benefactors who supported pretty much the entire church. English immigrants,
0: a.k.a. hapless rubes.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, that was the English, and it still is. Uh, Pedophile but- Island
0: gormless fools.
2: All of this meant that the LDS had no income stream of its own. Good old Joe Smith solved this particular problem by having himself a good old revelation, as he was wont to do, and declared that the Lord God had told him directly that the congregants would give their earthly possessions, land holdings being particularly valuable, to the church as Joseph was working hard to diversify the income of the church. This was done through other revelations. Um... It's several newspapers, including one which will be used as a source today, the Deseret News, um, technically not founded by Joe Smith, but founded by the LDS. Uh, a fraudulent bank, or the anti-bank, as its bills were labeled. <laughs> uh, and due to another revelation, a hotel that had incredibly specific rules on the fiduciary responsibilities mm-hmm. and roles each congregant mm. would take. mm This revelation was so specific that it stated share prices for stocks, who was allowed how much, and so forth. (laughs) It it was literally like Joseph Smith wrote out a business plan, and then eventually he was like, how do I... God wrote it. Done. Yeah. Easy. (laughs) It's like... And then he he went outside and he told everyone, it was fucking, this changed the world forever.
0: It's... It's like if halfway through, like uh, the New Testament, Jesus is like up on, he's like doing the Sermon on the Mount, and then halfway through, he's like, "And yay, here is a Girl Scout cookie order form. May but yay may you share it, it amongst the thy flock." And then puts up a toll gate at either end. Yea, let it be said that thou shalt bring this order form to thine place of work. Thine shalt share this with thine co-workers, and have them order cookies. For my daughter Jessica is trying to win a merit badge. So saith thy, so saith the Lord thy God.
2: If thou shalt bring in more than two, but less than four friends into our...
0: Herbalife program <laughs> thou shalt receive eternal life! Abraham, you shall bring your only begotten son, Isaac, to the mountaintop, and you sh- One, You shall three. plunge a penitent chef's Wustoff style cut coal knife directly into his heart <laughs> and sacrifice him to the Lord thy God. One five no no, no three, sir, three, <laughs> three <laughs> Be not afraid. I am inquiring on your car's extended warranty.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, I saw a tweet that uh, this lady
3: that was going in for a uh, uh, a colon scope a colonoscopy. Yeah, and she said uh, she folded she folded up a piece of paper and put it in her in between her ass cheeks. And when you opened it, it said, "I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty."
0: That's hilarious. See, I, it's be, that's
2: great. If she had managed to get it into her erectum oriented the correct way, what you and I
0: would need to. Well, do... Well, they're going to
3: shove a scope in there. What are they going to do? Fucking shove it deeper. See, this is the benefit. No, they pull it out.
0: This is this is really, I think, the understated benefit of having other other like male friends, other cis male friends, who are also stupid and also desperate to like make other people laugh. Because when Justin and I start hitting the age where we're going to get our colon scoped all the time, we're going to help each other out with this. We're going to like, Justin's going to be in, you know, backwards in the fucking stirrups. And I got the forceps out. And I'm like, all right, I got the business card oriented, correct? Just, I'm going to take a picture. You let me know if you like the way it looks. (laughs) We're doing dry- alright. Just hurry up. That speculum's cold. Yeah, we're doing dry runs in the basement. Make sure it looks right. How's my and ass by so right. right we
2: mean oh so wrong. Yeah, I
0: took took the lens off a of GoPro and I put in it in a garden hose. I figure it's good enough for Justin. <laughs> just, we could. There's a reason we call him Loose Boy.
3: Yeah, your shoot's looking all right.
0: We're, we call your we, shoot. We, we call Justin Loose Boy. <laughs> yes yes Your
3: shoot's looking not bad down there. Could use some loving, though.
0: Yes you did.
2: Oh
3: yeah, that's good. That's good to know my
0: shoot could use some shoot uh, honest it's you know, you it's Harrison? like it's like a baseball glove. If you don't keep that thing oiled and well loved, it's gonna it's hey, if fall you, don't apart put, if you, you don't
3: put some shaving cream in there every once in a what while. You, you, what little.
0: you're going to want to do is you're going to take a butt plug. And you're going to want to get a whole handful of rubber bands, maybe a little linseed oil. You're going to want to
1: wrap that up <laughs> linseed in there. Oil.
0: <laughs> throw, throw those rubber bands right around your prolapse there. And you're going to pack that linseed. you really work it into the prolapse. Just make sure I've, you're using all four fingers. All right. Now you don't want too much oil. You don't want to drip it everywhere. Okay. You don't need all to right. make a mess. You don't need to be a messy little piggy. But you want to I've get always, all get it all worked up in there. <laughs>
3: I've always thought it was funny that linseed oil is just like, yeah, this might just like spontaneously light on fire.
0: Why don't you stop being a pussy about yeah, it? Sometimes. Okay. It looks great. Something. It just might. It just might. Smells it, great. It just it,
2: might.
3: It, it just like. Don't be a bitch. No spark. Sorry. Nothing. It might just light on fire.
0: I remember when I when I was in a dark place and I was like I was drinking Everclear all the time, I, I was still smoking cigarettes and I'd like I'd be drinking and then I'd go out and have a cigarette and be like, I feel like a lot of my facial hair is covered in Everclear right. Now. <laughs> that, yeah, it was, maybe buddy, I shouldn't was. be smoking a cigarette. But it never stopped me. No, it never. <laughs> now the second purpose
2: of the founding of the UEP was to tie the Mormons to the church financially while tying the Mormons to business culturally.
3: Yeah, I'd like to tie them to a fucking stake. To this day, Mormons, by and
2: large, both mainstream and in the more cultish offsuits, are very savvy business people. And there is something inextricably tied to business that is the whole purpose of this show. Corruption. Hey-oh.
3: Gotta get my little digits in there. Take yeah, gotta get my tiny them, little
2: crack hands. A little goblin figure.
3: Well, goblin fingers, take all the money.
2: It's all mine. Now, this corruption in the FLDS dates back to the very founding of the cult. However, the first criminal charges on record for the FLDS, or members therein, happened in 1936, when two members of the FLDS were arrested for polygamy, which was illegal under both state and federal law, as well as publicly decried by the mainstream LDS for 30-plus years at this point well it's they started publicly denouncing it in like the what was it the 1850s when utah was starting to try to be a state
3: yeah wasn't uh, that like way of like being like all right we'll stop doing this if
0: you guys let us be a state. i think yeah. it was much later i think it was the uh, reconstruction era it was post brigham young i know that much yeah so it was definitely reconstruction
2: yeah okay well in any case um It wasn't until 1902 that the FLDS church officially said, like, hey, we're not approving any more of these marriages or any new ones. The old ones can stay. They very specifically did specify new plural marriages. (laughs) Well, you can't break up a man and his children. It's all right. You're grandfathered in. You and your 112 grandchildren.
0: Well, and by grandfathered in, I do mean that you're married to a bunch of your granddaughters. And also, your grandfather was inside of you. Yes. Now get over here, little boy. Stop. Well, d- d- really explicit with it. Wow. Here's, I, I, Sometimes on this show, we're painting with the light. You know, we're, we're, we're working in silhouette. And sometimes, Justin's like, "No, we're at a Guar show." I think you forgot. Everything is a Guar show here, and there was a
2: lot of child molestation going on, and there still is within the FLDS. We are scum dogs. You're right. Yeah. It's. I wish we had the theatric. We. I wish we had the theatricality and like one fifth the budget of Guar. R.I.P. Odorous Rungus. R.I.P. <clears throat> these two men, reportedly, uh, according to uh, a local Arizona paper that released a report uh, shortly after the Short Creek raid, uh, these two men reportedly made up the majority of the male population of Short Creek, which in 1936 was barely more than a camp. At most, through other more reliable sources, uh, 40 polygamous families and several mainstream LDS families lived in the barren landscape on the Arizona-Utah border, where these men were arrested. Um, And the more reliable source, I should note, uh, is an Oxford Journal article uh, by... the. A, an author by the name of Ken Driggs uh, from the Journal of Church and State titled, This Will Someday Be the Head and Not the Tale of the Church, A History of the Mormon Fundamentalists at Short Creek. I had to look at it because it's incredibly worthy.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: What is that? That's a that's a Godspeed, You Black Emperor al- album. Oh, God. That would be <laughs> such a great
3: Godspeed album.
2: I've to so much Godspeed tonight. Thank you
0: for- Oh, uh, that I've also been meeting <laughs> There was I saw one of those one of those Seinfeld memes with the the Light and Kramer's apartment episode, uh, and they were somebody did it with Godspeed albums, and I was like, ah, I gotta I gotta get back into it. <laughs>
2: it's that was pretty great. I saw the one where it was uh, it was Matt Pike playing guitar. I was like, What's going on in here? It's, we're following the smoke to the rift filled land, Jerry. Foam. <laughs> we're proceeding the Weedy in Nazareth, Jerry. Anyway, enough about sleep uh, <laughs> now the thing about this particular arrest is that by Arizona state law the maximum sentence for polygamy or bigamy is a year and a half and up to $150,000 in a fine or I'm sorry $150,004 that's I
0: think that was a typo One hundred fifty grand. Like, do they know how expensive having a wife is to begin with? Like, isn't it... Let alone having six? I thought you were going to be like, the the maximum punishment for polygamy in Utah is going home to your wives. (laughs) Listen, man, I don't want one wife, let alone a dozen. Hey, come on. Hey,
3: an old ball and chain. I
0: got all these balls and
2: chains. Oh, oh no, it's, it's more like my parents had a terrible marriage and I don't want to repeat that, but anyway. I'm
0: using these balls and chains to lock down other balls and chains and raise future balls and chains for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now, um... It's like an interlocked web of balls and chains where they're all trapped for eternity so I can drag their souls with me to my paradise planet where I'll be god of my family. Yeah, you know, speaking of which, uh, it's,
2: weird. it's weird how that happens because um, these men served their sentence, these two men, yeah. uh, and right back to Short Creek they went and, uh, and they dove just headfirst right back into the good old Mormon tradition of raising your wives. Because the FLDS does not just practice plural marriage, it
0: practices forced plural marriage of mm. underage girls. It's, it's kind of like when you're ordering DoorDash, and you're like, I just paid $45 for a meal, and you eat it, and you're just like, I could have made this better. Like I yeah. feel like if I had been involved in its creation, I could have avoided a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I, I know exactly how I want I it, so the, I'm gonna make yeah. sure that
2: this meal gives it to me. That's a horrifying way to do I know
0: my, my appetite's the best, so I feel like I could best... I, don't, I can't s- do nothing to know anything about the appetite. I, I could best sate myself <laughs> if I were involved in the preparation. <laughs> That's terrible. That's like if Augustus Gloop became a chocolatier. It's not a good... You should not be involved. <laughs>
2: Now, stretched out across the next 16 years, more than 100 members of the FLDS would come to call Short Creek their home. And the area that was Short Creek is still their home today. Colorado City, Arizona, uh, as well as the accompanying border town of... I didn't put it in my notes. Cool. But there's an accompanying border town that is also owned by the FLDS. It still exists in the exact same place as Short Creek did.
3: A ch- child fucking town. We'll, yes we'll call it that. Okay.
2: It's like it's like but again a... this is this is a town that has been built literally from the ground up
0: to be a funnel for sexual abuse. It's a sundown town put for uh, for kids. So like it's a sundown town, so, but just for your So let me just let me just. It ain't me, safe around them. here
3: after sundown. Yeah, yeah, like for like, when it's, you're yeah, nine. It's a, yeah,
0: it's a bunch of like toddlers <laughs> driving around in like a pickup truck, and they get pulled over by a cop, and he's like, Pfft. "So uh, what you kids doing here? <laughs> you know this <laughs> you this here is sundown town. I don't want to see your baby ass here after that fall." No, we do. No, we do to your car round these parts. I'm not gonna
2: say that that's worse than real sundown towns, but it's just as bad.
0: Why don't you all get on the road? Here, you got about 15 minutes before the sun goes down. Might just beat me Up. to the county line. Don't <laughs> speed no speed come on boy come on come on get him come on go get him now dance he's running through the fucking scrubland, just like it's like <laughs> this is this this, this rugrats to be an elaborate this rugrats cutaway. reboot is way grittier than i'd ever anticipated it would be <laughs> tommy pickles getting led into the fucking the jeff's chamber with the the wheeled bed just like oh no <laughs> Uh, <laughs> where's where's my screwdriver <laughs> where's, gotta it's time to pull up your diapers babies yeah it is get out of there babies babies gotta do what a baby's gotta do Colin. yeah it's like in house of wax where they just wander into the town you're like this you need to get out of here yes, you, need, you guys need this, to leave. you need to go you guys need a ralph wiggum moment you are in danger i'm in danger <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm just, I can't, it's too much. <laughs> it's, it's it's
2: all too much. It's all too much, Colin. Uh, I have been fucking neck deep in Mormon horse shit trying to pick out morsels of UEP shit because there is not a whole lot of information about this company out there, for good reason.
0: Yeah, Chucky Finster would be like the Russ Cole of the- I don't want to talk about He's the like, Rugrats getting he to, molested He has to go like, cover like he paints a mustache on with baby food. <laughs> and you see,
3: now they won't notice if i No, yeah because
0: it. he's he's the only one that like wears shoes consistently <laughs> oh, i can't pretend i have progeria <laughs> I gotta get it the... <laughs> i got a bust
2: fuck <laughs> fucking fuck. Side note to the 1936 Kingman Trials. Uh, The two men who were... (laughs) Initially, they had brought eight people to trial. Um, Eight counts of polygamy charges. Three were refiled after an injunction was made, and only two ever made it to court. One, Carling Spencer and Price Johnson, actually stood trial for this. Those were the two men I mentioned just a moment ago. Because of the overwhelming evidence of child abuse and polygamy in these communities, Carling Spencer was convicted in three hours and Price Johnson was convicted in 45 minutes. That was not in deliberation
0: time. That was from the start of the trial. (laughs) Wow. That three hour one makes sense. They probably had a break for lunch. It's when,
2: when, I, when I tell you that it is undeniable that these communities exist for one purpose and one purpose only, I cannot emphasize it enough. Even the bumbling, idiotic federal government managed to get that right. 1936 saw the earliest iteration of what would become the UEP. As a declaration of trust was filed with the state of Arizona through Mojave County, and the United Order was established directly under the FLDS priesthood. This was described by former Justice of the Peace of Arizona, Jacob Lauritsen in his autobiography.
3: Under the trust, no one owned anything. The men worked under the direction of the leaders, and their children, large enough to work, were also drafted into the service of the group, enduring fruit-picking, canning, and such work in nearby towns common storehouse was provided where food clothing etc were gathered and stored the milk cows of the group were all kept in one barn and milked and cared for by the individual assignments to that work several times each day a supply truck made the rounds of the homes of members of the group and distributed milk and all kinds of food that the group possessed clothing and fuel are also furnished to members of the group so it sounds like It's, I mean,
2: it is, it was from its
0: establishment a very basic mutual aid communalist (laughs) setup.
3: Sounds pretty cool to me.
0: But also, this is like the important thing, right? Because, yeah, because we're like, oh, yeah, this is like, this is what socialism wants like a centrally planned Mm -hmm. government. You get all your needs met, you work to a common cause. But here's, here's, and technically, okay, let's say that's what's happening. Sure. Um, not really though, these people are just this is like coerced slavery. this is like mm-hmm. indentured servitude because they're not getting you know in, in communism or socialism, you'd be getting everything that you were creating. You'd be entitled to you know everything that what your labor creates. exactly. Um, but these people they're not getting paid. there's like money, there's lots of money being made off what they're doing, and they are only getting a fraction of what they're creating and then none of the value. So all that value is just getting siphoned. This is just how jobs work nowadays. They're just getting paid even less.
2: Now this first trust would after four years be dissolved and then reformed a year later under a more business-like model under the name the United Effort Plan and Trust. And this trust spent the next decade quietly accruing a massive amount of wealth and real estate as well as growing the numbers of families and particularly children the FLDS dozens more families came to short creek and building after building were put up on UEP land constructed by FLDS hands by the time the state and federal government caught on and began a clandestine investigation into the FLDS the UEP had more than enough space money and influence to be secretive be difficult to reach and get tipped off to the eventual raid when enough evidence was gathered um, the, the Arizona I believe it was the Arizona uh, Attorney General had contracted out an LA based private inde- investigator firm who came to uh, Short Creek under the auspices of being location scouts
4: hmm.
2: and that is how they managed to get all this information is that if, if the FLDS at this point thought that you were cool you were cool and you just, you got in on it, man. You saw everything that was going on. Cause they gathered mountains of evidence against Short Creek
0: and against the FLDS. I like to imagine that one of those private investigators was uh, Jack Nicholson's character from Chinatown. Probably, that's how he got his nose broke by a Mormon. By, well, sure. I don't know, that sounds like a slur that they would use for Chinese people. <laughs> No, it's for Mormons. A Mormon, Like, <laughs> they call... A Mormon. Like, they're greedy. Like, oh, these Mormons.
2: Most likely, Mormon cops with polygamous sympathies tipped off the then-leader of the FLDS, Leroy Johnson, which allowed several polygamous families to escape into the Utah desert to be captured later. As well as allowed the FLDS to set up a comprehensive network of lookouts and signals in the desert around Short Creek. Now, while the wives and the children of the FLDS packed up and hid in the UEP-built schoolhouse on the Short Creek property, more than 100 cops and almost 100 invited press members stormed the Short Creek compound, taking no less than 35 men and eighty-five women into custody, and what as team? well as their combined two hundred and sixty-three children, in nineteen fifty-three. Jesus Christ! Two
3: That's
0: f- I, I. would say, <clears throat>
3: I would say that is too many kids. I
0: feel like the multiplicity principle is going to come in somewhere around here. You're going to start making bad copies. Yeah, we're going to work we're, we're going to work to that in just a moment,
2: but I I do want to say that the the fact that this was leaked to the FLDS really really speaks to the amount of power and influence that the FLDS had at the time because the Arizona Attorney General told at most four people about this investigation. There was an incredibly small amount of people who were even aware that the raid was going to happen before it happened. $50,000 of state money was clandestinely moved into the budget for this raid. Hmm. And it was still leaked to the FLDS. The influence of this cult runs far deeper than we are aware. Now, a couple of moments ago, you did not hear that incorrectly. That was 263 children by 85 women, fathered by just 35 men. Feels like
0: a lot, Justin.
2: So, that is minimum. Two wives a man. Three, usually. And per woman at least at least three children probably more it is important to note once again that the FLDS very specifically hides its population numbers the Short Creek Raid is a massive contributor to that
0: yeah they they only they only report like enough kids to get the benefits that they need and then all the other kids just just sweep them under the rug because they're either going to be turned into uh, child sex slaves or child uh, labor slaves. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, after a lengthy court battle and several years, these 263 children would eventually be returned to the FLDS after becoming wards of the state that Arizona did nothing with. a massive plea deal was arranged out of the 120 people arrested who were facing charges for polygamy, bigamy, uh, criminal cohabitation, child abuse, etc. The massive pile of charges, charges levied against the Short Creek population. Which, by the way, uh, according to the, the then governor of Arizona, there were only five people in Short Creek who were not arrested As a part of this rape, (laughs)
4: Hmm.
2: Because they were not complicit or polygamous.
0: imagine being those guys. Just like, so I guess we're just like, not going to work tomorrow? Like, (laughs) do I? Mm. I guess, I guess I get the, everybody, I work at the bank. And, you know, I just moved to this town, got this job at the bank. and thought everybody was kind of nice, but, you know, weird. Then like, my manager at the bank is apparently going to federal prison tomorrow, <laughs> oh, so... I mean, they, so, pretty much everybody else who wasn't
2: FLDS in the in the community was still a Mormon, so, like...
0: They kind of knew. Oh, so they're like, mmm, like, you guys probably shouldn't, like, do that. That seems... It, you shouldn't do that, but I'm not a bishop, I'm, so... hey, hey,
2: hey.
3: But, hey, I mean, you know, I'm just kind of winging Let it up he here.
0: who is without a child slave... Cast the first Flex. stone.
3: flexley Flexlave. Yeah. Flex, Flex, Flex
0: But he who is not well, like he who is without the child secave cast experiences first. That's from Dershowitz twelve thirty one. Dershowitz twelve thirty Jesus. Uh, I love did you guys no. know Der, Alan Dershowitz uh spoke to President Donald Trump about a preemptive pardon for Ghislaine Maxwell while he was still in office? And then the BBC brought him on as an impartial expert witness or expert guest on her trial. And there's pictures just, ah, it's great. I'm doing great.
2: It's fine. It's all fine. We're all fine here. I'm in hell. The Clinton crime fan. Out of that 120 people who were arrested for the Short Creek raid... Only 26 men, none of the women, face charges. Um, And that isn't even all the men. Nine of the men got off scot-free. I mean, I think they
0: got off more than once scot-free. Yeah. These charges were, at worst, a
2: one-year suspended sentence.
0: Yeah, these, these guys, it's like... They don't want to piss off the Mormons too much. They don't want to create problems with Utah. So it's like, okay, like, hey, um, you guys are getting so blatant about your child fucking. Now we have to do something because you literally won't stop doing it so publicly and openly uh, that we have to do something. We are going to do the minimum that we are legally required to do because so many people are talking about this. Our government will look illegitimate if we don't say something. It's... So, it is it is funny that you say that because,
2: um... The, the judge who sentenced them in this case stated very specifically that he believed if he sent these men to prison, they would simply
0: become martyrs? <laughs> That's so stupid. That's so fucking stupid. Because here's the thing, right? I get it. Like, yes, they're part of a religious community. Sure, mm-hmm. they become martyrs. Um... That's like saying, I can't send all these pedophiles to prison. Other pedophiles might look up to them if they find out that other pedophiles exist. It's like, no, send them to fucking prison. Like, I I'm, I don't think, you know, like, obviously we could talk all day about prison abolition and, like, the point at which, you know, it's even ethical to ever put somebody in prison or ever lock somebody up for anything and what that does to a person psychologically and emotionally and, you know, everything. But we should, like, put pedophiles in prison. Like, they should be in, like, a big concrete cube. Or, like, you know, toss them into, like, the Phantom Zone or something, right? Like, I feel like... If only we can toss them into the Phantom Zone. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they go to a psychiatric hospital in, uh, you know, Northern California. That's basically the Phantom Zone uh, at this point. Uh, but with all the smoke and fog. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but, like, are you fucking... Like, well, no, you fucking moron! Like, if you would let them go, they're going to keep fucking kids. Send oh, yeah. them to prison. And they did. Throw the book That's at exactly them. That's exactly what they Throw, did. It's hard to fuck kids from prison.
2: It's super hard to fuck kids when there aren't kids in arm's reach. Um, now, the mainstream LDS publicly supported the raid wholeheartedly and applauded Arizona and Utah PD because this was with it the total and full cooperation of the Utah government. Those who were... Uh, Those who escaped to Utah
0: were caught and extradited to Arizona to face trial. This is like when people from Cleveland rooted against LeBron after he left. Yeah. Um, now... I didn't get you with that one, Tyler. I thought I'd get you with that one. (laughs) More like La Bastard. More like La Asshole.
2: Get out of here. Um... Now, not only did this backfire for the LDS, it backfired for the government as well. The, the Short Creek Raid was highly unpopular for its time.
1: Wait, it's and like... among Mormons,
2: most of them didn't even know that the FLDS existed, and anyone still practicing quote-unquote old Mormon tradition in secret in the LDS immediately began to flock to Short Creek in order to join the FLDS. Yeah. Bringing... Yeah, it's like, their, they, It's They did so bringing their consecrations of money, livestock, businesses, and land with them, and only inflated the
0: truly malicious FLDS even further. This is like... So... Uh, this is like if you found in your apartment, you found like you had a cockroach problem, right? Right. So instead of, like, making sure, like, you clean up, like, food that gets left out, making sure, uh, that's, you know, that, like, you kill all the cockroaches that you find, and, like, uh, you know, like, tape up holes and, like, cover up, like, like, any places they could get in. Instead of doing that, you just killed half the cockroaches, uh, cleaned up some of the food, but then left more food out, and then just walked away, (laughs) like... No, you've, As you do. You've, you've you've invited more cockroaches in. You this is the opposite yeah. problem that you've been trying to solve. Oh yeah. Well, now not only did this
2: add to the victim complex that infests most Christian sex with a much more firm sense of legitimacy, this also caused the FLDS to close rank and double down on their secrecy as well as their proligamous practices becoming Pro-ligamist. more extreme
0: bitch. Proligma. <laughs> you can Ligma. fucking proligma my asshole. Uh, I'm a proligmist. Caused... Yeah, I'm going to the Olympics later this year. <laughs> I'm going to Tokyo. I'm going to Tokyo. I'm a proligmist. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm going to represent Micronesia.
2: <laughs> now, this caused the FLDS to close rank and double down on their secrecy, as well as their polygamous practices becoming ever more extreme in the decades that followed. It's a great sandwich, the double down. I'm gonna hit you with something. I'm gonna drive over to your house, and I'm gonna hit you with something.
0: <laughs> Dude, I was so, I was so lethargic and just low energy at the beginning of this. I caught a whiff I caught a whiff of the pussy and I'm I'm on the hunt now I'm on the trail and the pussy is comedy we're going to skip ahead a little bit in our
2: narrative however the intervening let's say developmental years of the UEP are just as fascinating as the rest of the story now in 1968 Rulon Jeffs father of the future prophet of the FLDS and notorious child molester Warren Jeffs founded yet another business under the UEP umbrella. One Utah tool and die. This business would exist uneventfully for another eight years before it was transformed into HydraPack in 1976. 1976?
0: 1976, Our... what, was, what, was, what was the song at the top of the charts that year, Tyler? Um,
3: That was... Is that a cream year? No, Cream was... No, that was, a,
2: that was a Fleetwood Mac year. 70... No, 76 was... I don't think... 76 was, was Zap. 76 was Zap.
3: Okay. No. Uh, the Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. Ooh. By
0: that's th- a fucking Thin Lizzy! Lizzy. Lizzy.
3: Yep. That uh, one-hit wonder? You Should Be Dancing by the Bee Gees. That's a good If one. You Leave Me Now by Chicago. I... Do you th- Shake, Shake, Shake by Casey and the Shun, Sunshine
0: Band. Okay. Do you think, uh...
3: You're My Best f- Friend, one of the worst songs Queen ever made.
0: I think it is oh, their God. worst song. Do you think they played The Boys Are Back in Town when all those pedophiles got to come back to Short Creek? They're like... Oh, when, when all those pedophiles dodlando, It's Greg! And it's Michael! And it's Jeremiah! And it's, it's Zach! And, we're, all uh, we're, we're all headed down to Dino's place! We're all headed down the bowling alley to go fuck some kids! You, you
3: know what song? You know what song did come out that ruined? We're gonna go to uh, happy hour at Chucky Entertainment Jesus. another. Was uh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot? <laughs> oh, oh, the song that we can directly blame on your fucking
0: great great grandfather? You goddamn shitless <laughs> Mick.
2: How can you directly he's, blame me? He's
0: great great uncle. Not it's, it's I'm uncle. sorry, your great great uncle. It's a It's not direct line. Okay. But it is his fault. It's because of his clumsy McHands and how poorly made they were by <laughs> it's, God. It's his fault
3: that the one spot, the one spot that 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 went was an issue is the spot from that the he welded. You know that.
0: The big it was you sh- yo, no, stop it.
3: Stop
2: it. You're bringing me viscerally back to the fourth grade. Tis
3: the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald.
0: I like when the cook is like, it's been a pleasure, boys. And they're like, we don't know your name. <laughs> yeah. and they're like this is Lake
3: Michigan. It's really not that deep. The
0: big Lake, so call- I thought it was Lake big. Superior. Isn't it? Because it's oh, it, it was, was Lake Superior because it's so cold, which is very deep. That's yeah. where Paul Bunyan keeps his beer, canonically. Yes.
2: Uh, now, our older listeners may remember the name hydropack from one of the most tragic events of 1986. One that even our younger listeners will have heard the name of the feline AIDS epidemic. Exactly. <laughs> You see, in nineteen eighty-six, the U.S. space program was on the upswing. We'd won the space race by doing exactly one thing first, and doing everything else second.
3: Was it's, Did they make the, the Russians ring? won the
2: space race? Wait, ta- well, the ta- Russians
3: ta- also won World War Two.
2: Yeah, they won. It's, let's let's just get that straight. The Russians won
0: the space race, and they won World War Two. Do you think it's? Um... What else have the Russians won since World War Two? And and the space race, Not, obviously
2: uh, Crimea. I don't,
0: mm? At this point, most of the Ukraine. Um, Afghanistan soon to be the rest. Kazakhstan, of Kazakhstan. It. It's a psyop. <laughs> they they're setting up a bunch of false flag color revolutionaries. Honestly, no, probably no, uh, the,
3: Georgia. Uh, yeah, Georgia.
0: They took they you know all of Georgia. No, I don't know if I believe that. Which is that. where
3: Stalin is from.
0: It's they're they're only rebuilding the Soviet Union. Speaking of Stalin, I, I just bought uh uh Revolution Betrayed or Socialism Betrayed, so that'll be fun. Get no, that's gonna be <laughs> interesting. Oh, I'm sure it's I just, just be can't awful. wait to have the proper args uh for the next time I'm uh, trading trading parries and reposts on the marketplace of ideas. That is Twitter.com you talk to people delete, on Twitter. Not really. That's where you're wrong, Twitter's fucking terrible. Sometimes when I'm really fucked up on Twitter or, like, really irritated and I haven't had any sleep in a while. It's all the time. Uh,
2: <laughs> it's you irritated on Twitter? You mean 24 I, hours a day, seven days I had a, week? a
0: whole talk with my girlfriend today that I'm not an angry person, okay? I'm not an angry person. Not in real life, but on Twitter you I are! I'm not an angry person, okay? <laughs> I just don't have a lot of patience and tolerance for people and things well you've
3: turned twitter into doom scroll
0: i well, whatever who cares what like <laughs> what, what, what is me you, among you've everybody turned, else you have anyways. turned your
3: twitter account into a place that you can scroll down and get more mad
0: yeah but what i'm saying is like i am not an angry, on twitter an angry person
2: why
3: don't go on twitter no, talking. but you've
2: created the situation to make yourself
0: like you've created a button to hit that just makes you I mad. do that anyway. This way just speeds up the process so I can get back to laying down or smoking weed. It's you know you can just I'm cut condensing, out the getting mad part I'm condensing and just get drunk and smoke no, weed. No, I can't. I'm condensing six hours of hate into twenty minutes of being on Twitter. Gotta think about it from an efficiency perspective.
2: It's, you know what, you sound like a regular LDS I could matter. fix
0: this supply chain. Now, in 1986, <laughs> America was hungry for more space exploration. Just like all the people starving to death because they're going into Kroger and there's not enough hostesses on the fucking shelves. Hostess came out with mini bundt cakes and they're delicious. Oh, dude, everything from Hostess is good because it's from the devil. I know. Um... It's, it's made from, like, irradiated sugar. It's, it's meant to kill you. It's like... That's fine. It's like if a, c- <laughs> if a cigarette was covered in frosting. <laughs> if I get killed by a lemon-iced
2: baby bunt cake, that's the way I'm supposed to go. So I, I haven't, like, I'm... W- Either that or suffocating under an ass.
0: I'm, like, weird about food, obviously. So, like, I love Hostess shit. But I've, like, forced myself to not ever buy it for me um Mm -hmm. because i guess like in my brain like even a really bad for you savory food is better than eating hostess um but i think i'm gonna stop doing that i'm gonna gonna get i'm gonna get i think i'm gonna get real fucking fat i think i'm just just gonna commit to being unhealthy and i'm gonna get like 600 pounds like like my face is gonna be red all the time all the busted like capillaries and shit the cinnamon streusel coffee cakes are delicious Now, in
2: 1986, uh, America was hungry for more space exploration. And everyone was excited for satellites and enhanced telecommunications and GPS and all kinds of bullshit. And look where it got us. (laughs) We're dying! 5G (laughs) is killing
0: my children.
2: there There was a launch planned for January 28th in 1986 in Cape Canaveral, Florida. And this was a very special shuttle launch. I cannot believe that this is a segment I have to add. But for our listeners at home who don't know what a space shuttle is, the space shuttles were a thing that the American space program used to put into space. They were reusable spacecraft that were guided into and through the atmosphere with the use of several detachable booster rockets as well as onboard rockets and a glider function.
3: Literally the worst idea the space program's ever had. Shut
0: the fuck you up. You think Tyler? so? Why? I love the sp- Why? I love the space no, no, shuttles. I want to hear this.
3: Uh, this. No, no, the space shuttle is terrible because we. So, two ways, two ways were went, right? There was, there was a fork in the road because they were like, all right, this needs to be cheaper. Okay. All right, fine. So, they either need to make a reusable shuttle, or they could just continue the way they were going with the I Apollo shuttles. The rocket. shuttles
2: were reusable.
3: Yes, they were reusable, that was the purpose which is bad, of the Which is bad because they were reusable in the fact they could reuse. Some of it, but they had to re tile yeah, the entire have fucking to re-clad thing. You re
0: clad the whole Oh, yeah, you have to re the whole thing. Millions
3: yeah. of individual tiles. Millions. It's, listen, I cried millions.
2: when I wrote this segment, okay? Let me but have this. No,
3: the Russians did it better because they made. Fuck you. One I know the Russians fucking, did
2: it better. They always they made, did it better.
3: They made, they made a cheap, disposable, fucking, reliable craft that worked. Yes, that's United why the States.
2: Soyuz is still used today. Let me exactly. have this emotional this moment. Is the, shuttle's terrible. The
0: Hugo of the Fuck you, system.
2: Tyler. You can eat my, you can both can eat my ass, all right? Sorry, the shuttle was a bad idea. Fuck you, imperial cuck. There would be an initial ignition to lift the shuttle off the ground, and then when the fuel from the SSMEs ran out, they would be jettisoned from the hull and fall into the Gulf of Mexico as the shuttle, its small crew, and whatever payload it was carrying, was carried out of the embrace of our atmosphere into the great, empty, unknown of space. I will fully admit to getting emotional when writing this segment as the space shuttles were a massive part of the American space program when I was growing up and are very iconic species of space tech in my opinion. And it has nearly been a full 11 years since the last shuttle launch done by NASA. When I was a growing boy, I had the privilege ...of being able to witness one of the last shuttle launches from Cape Canaveral.
3: Oh, I'm jealous.
2: Um, it was from a great distance. However, I will say that even at that distance and even in the distance in my memory... ...that remains to be one of the single most impressive things I have ever seen in my entire life. And regardless of the apparent... Slight inefficiency of the technology, slight, you bitch ass motherfuckers interrupting me during my goddamn segment.
3: Major inefficiency.
2: Incredibly inefficient. The space shuttles remain to be an icon of space travel the world over.
3: Hundred percent. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I would love. Great. I would love to get like a big NASA patch. One of now. Cool what hats. is very important about this special
2: launch in 1986 is that there was a crew of seven on board. One of whom was not an astronaut by trade or occupation.
3: Was a school
2: teacher. School teacher Krista McAuliffe worked as a payload specialist on that flight. As part of the inaugural mission in the Teacher in Space Project. <laughs> I'm sorry. What a, no, that's fair. Is tr- that's totally tragic. fair. I get it. But
3: teacher, the inaugural and the last the teacher.
0: Oh, don't worry. It was the inaugural flight of the Challenger too. The, the teacher yeah. in space program feels like the NASA equivalent of the Pizza Hut Book it program. Like Dude, we're gonna fight. So we're gonna fight. The, child, worst part is the we're gonna fight. The, the worst part is illiteracy with child. The worst part is is
3: they. So they named it the teacher in space program but she disintegrated before they even got to space. Also, there's
0: no um, children that's in not space true. to teach, so is she even a teacher when she's up she, there? She did not disintegrate, um, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, wait, Tyler, did you... We'll get to that later, Colin. We'll get to that later. Right, way worse. right, I remember now. This
2: was a huge moment for America, showing that, theoretically, one of us, any one of us, could get up there and break free of our planet, reaching towards the stars. Something that is a privilege that so few other human beings had ever achieved or even hoped to achieve up to this point. Morton Thiokol was contracted by NASA to build every single O-ring seal for the Challenger space shuttle. One of the most advanced space shuttles ever created. One of the last ever created. Morton Thiokol is a company that we can go into on another episode. That is, that is a whole other, like, two-parter, frankly. And, and maybe we'll get there eventually, but today we're just going to focus on one of their subsidiaries. Now, this was to be the inaugural flight of the Challenger, and the U.S. government spared absolutely no expense in the parts that made her up. Morton Thiokol does not get the same credit, as they pawned off the work to their subsidiary, Pack. 78 seconds after launch, the O-rings in the starboard-side SSME failed, and the Challenger exploded in a ball of fire on national television, with every single classroom in America watching. Mm-hmm. All seven crew members died. Some in the initial explosion, but most when the capsule hit the water. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <sighs> I'm gonna go ahead and put my Alex Jones cap on here. I'm gonna go ahead and say the challenger was a psion.
0: Uh I'm not gonna By say By the that. Mormons? Probably um now
3: no i think it was a psyop because they're like oh you think normal people can go to space (laughs) Hmm, what about this
0: that's that's a very interesting conspiracy theory um when my dad was in high school um he was in his high school's library um and he you know he he's a fucking idiot jock so like he wasn't there checking out books he was probably like avoiding class um Mm -hmm. But the fucking librarian was actually like she was nice to him because he would eat his lunch there, uh, and she was bawling her fucking eyes out behind her desk. So my dad like went up to her was like, "Hey, are you okay? Like, what's wrong?" And she pointed at the screen in the in the library uh, where the Challenger was burning, <laughs> and she's like, "I knew her. She knew the teacher." That died oh, in the explosion personally. And hey, mm-hmm. she just watched her friend fucking get liquefied on national television. Mm-hmm. This was
2: a tragedy to the extent that it had barely been seen in America to this point. It's, I mean, the Oklahoma City bombings weren't until what, 90... 91? 91, 92.
0: I thought it was or? like 94. I don't know. It, at the very ninety-five.
2: Least, it was ninety-five. Ninety-five. Okay. Well, it, it, it's. I mean, yeah, these cucks the haven't Oklahoma seen nine eleven yet. It's. I mean, until the Oklahoma City bombings, this was like one of the single largest tragedies that the U.S. had ever seen.
3: Yeah. I mean, on it television,
0: was, It
1: yeah. was the most. It oh, was yeah, I mean, in the public movie. eye, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. But
2: that's the thing, is that the whole of America saw it. Yeah.
3: It's like how if there
0: was no Everybody pictures and no
3: videos it. of 9-11, I think that people wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, understand the scale of it.
0: Well, also, no. I think the reason it looms so large is because, like, you know, this is, like, the, the late 80s, right? <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. In, during vietnam like when there was
3: everyone thinks they're gonna be rich reagan just started doing trickle down economics they're like everything's about to be better yeah,
0: well everything's gonna be great right uh and you know, we're about
3: to be rich and you know, robots are gonna take over i only have to work 10 hours a week
0: exactly there's like there's coverage of vietnam that showed like the horrors and then they're like we can never show this kind of like violence and like brutality on tv ever again we can't do it because people get too upset. Um, so mm-hmm. that, like, basically, like, they've had the better part of a decade to sanitize a lot of media. To then go from that to just watching live death has got to be very jarring for people, especially a That's... nation where like one out of every two adult men is like, "Yeah, I was in Vietnam. I I remember." when I was in a burning helicopter that fell out of the sky I remember when yeah, I, I heard my friends uh, tell me they were going to die as they were burning to death this is probably not a great reminder of the situation I saw my
3: best friend fall into a punji pit and then die of an infection he's still there I
0: left his body I couldn't take his body he's still there
3: Yeah. now pe- now people are just making memes about nine eleven.
0: now people are making memes I mean to be fair they're great memes. I still, I honestly, great. I laugh at the memes, but then you play, you play the phone calls. I still cry like baby. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm weak. It's, if you, if you didn't fragile. cry at those
2: phone calls, I wouldn't be able to talk to you anymore. Oh. Yeah.
0: I just, what if, what if there was one guy who's like in a bathroom, like an executive bathroom that's like well enough insulated and he's calling out.
3: No idea but what's he's going calling on. Like a
0: sex line. Like, hey, baby, like he's like he's that. cranking one out. He's like one of these scumbag. The World Trade yeah. Center,
3: and they're like, "Do you know what's he's going on at, at the World Trade
0: Center?" Managers, like, yeah, he like he's calling, and like while he's on the phone, like the planes are hitting, right? So he's just like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, what do you where? What do you where?" And she's like, "Can you? I'm sorry, this is really. Can you give me a minute?" She's like, "Oh my god, turn on your TV." And, he, and she does. It doesn't matter right the channel. And he's like, oh, "I'm gonna come. <laughs> I'm so close."
3: It's just, it's it's the only person I can picture playing that would be Matthew McConaughey from Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. And he's like, yeah, jerk off.
2: Now, after the Challenger explosion, just trying to bring it back to that other bit. Uh, (laughs) That tornado thing was unplanned. Um, (laughs) After the Challenger explosion, Rulon Jeff's name was... Almost immediately, removed from the listed board members of hydropack the company maintained its strong FLDs links, and his oldest or one of his elder sons, Wallace Jeffs, took over. hydropack changed its name to Western Precision, and then moved into a very hastily built, UEP constructed, building in Short Creek. 30 days after construction began. Through those of you who are familiar with uh, construction or contracting, it takes more than 30 days to build a massive industrial complex.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes.
2: Yes, to make so it sure does. you're you're compliant with local safety codes and federal labor laws and also just like local building codes. I can't imagine. And, um,
3: that's all expendable. I can hire another fucking warehouse, okay. Like let's let's ship. think
0: about this like realistically, right? It's 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 Hydrapack. All the all the resources Hydrapack has are uh, mm. now you know, Tyler and I obviously have an intimate familiarity with construction. So I think you know ballpark it it for you know an industrial sized building, like running electrical, running plumbing, uh, curing your foundation, you know setting up your walls. Ground up, ground
3: up. I'd say at least six months. Yeah, I'd say at least six six months. months. Yeah, at the at the very minimum, and you got a lot of trained professionals.
0: Drywall painted, sockets, screwed like. That's gonna be that's gonna be an
3: expensive. It's going to be an expensive six months because you got to hire the best of the best to
0: be able to exactly. do
2: exactly right? now oh no thanks. except they don't they just mm-hmm. use child labor from within the. they should have hired
0: tyler and i's joint construction company Polakski's and sons uh <laughs> you would have been too expensive no we do it we do it for sixers of non-alcoholic <laughs> beer yeah yeah, and, and the the Mormon Not, boys do needs it to for have a at least one
3: percent. It needs to have at least one percent alcohol. Got to keep the shakes away. Well, that's you know? why we it's bring dangerous the, when you're handling heavy machinery. That's
0: why we're in the other room, like the the, the like the supply closet uh, that we finished first. That's where we got the big uh, the big drip pan that we're filtering the varnish through that we're gonna drink after yeah. our shifts over.
3: Secretly, secretly, it's just us hiring the, the the child slaves. And then it's me and Colin up on the roof in two lawn chairs with, with beers.
0: Drinking fucking... And a,
3: t- a shitty television. And then we got, like, a nail gun and a hammer. And we're just, like, smacking yeah, the, I'm, smacking I'm, the I'm, roof every once in a while, making the nail gun go. Like, making it seem like we're
0: doing yeah, something we're Yeah, we're watching we soccer in Spanish on TV. <laughs> scream, so as,
2: screaming as through Modelo. With, uh, <laughs> as two men with... Experience in this construction area. I how said. much would you say that this building cost to construct? How many square How many footage? square foot? How many, the square Thank footage? Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's like, all right, uh, yeah.
0: What's the square footage on that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Fifty-five thousand square, 55, foot. square okay. feet. Okay, that's a pretty You're decent. That's pretty at... decent
3: size. I'd say. And what, uh, what what year was this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. I uh, believe this was. <laughs> And am I, am I accounting for inflation?
2: Uh, this was in the 90s. It um, was in the 90s, uh, while, okay. okay. While Warren Jeffs it, was is in are we charge. accounting for
3: inflation? Yes. Is the machinery involved in the price? Or? No. Okay. Uh, well, uh, actually,
0: yes, because the building is finished.
3: Okay, so finished, machinery, everything?
0: hmm $4.2 million.
3: I was going to say more. I was going to say like 7 or 8
0: Okay, okay. It's a pretty good estimate.
2: I don't know how much it was built for. I know how much it sold for $1.65 $1. 1. million. Wow. So whatever that's
3: they paid for that building, building,
2: that's a massive loss. Yeah. Whatever the UEP paid for that, they are losing money. There is no way they paid less than $1.6 million for this facility.
0: Well, no, they probably Wait. did. That's the thing, right? That's the whole point. They did do that. They, they did it... Not a facility of this size. No, they did. They did it by... No, the guy who
2: was owning it lost money on this.
0: But how... But isn't the whole point that, like, they're using child labor, they're getting building supplies yeah, it, and uh, equipment through, like, other Mormons and shit to avoid costs. Buildings of this scale still
2: cost absurd amounts of money. So why, why yeah. are
0: they selling it at a loss, then?
2: Because they have no choice. Why is that? This was after Warren Jeffs was snagged by the
0: government. The first ah, they needed some. They needed some walking around money, daddy. Debt.
2: Dad, they needed a little bit of operating. capital. They daddy needed to pay for lawyers. UEP. Quality,
0: uh, bills off the billfold.
2: The UEP at the point of sale for this building was owned by the state of Colorado.
0: Oh, it's like when the federal government owned uh, GM. Yep, which is uh, it is worth
2: noting. That towards the end of its its lifetime, and and technically Lifetimes. speaking, the UEP. <sighs> it is worth noting uh, that towards the end of its lifetime, and and although the UEP does still exist, it is neutered uh, as that it is not allowed to associate with the FLDs. Uh, the UEP, after it was acquired by warren jeffs because warren jeffs did force his father rulon to sign over all of the uep assets to him all of them hmm. in their entirety
0: yeah it was like in game of thrones where they're like he's like dying in bed and they're just like yeah he signed it yeah he okay. signed it it's, it's um, like, I, I, yeah, I watched him do it
2: actually i believe this was this was prior to rulon's uh crippling oh really that's kind of surprising Mm -hmm. yeah he he gave total control of the uep to his son that's real love man and warren went ahead to just abuse the shit out of this um which i i will go ahead and bring up in an article that i found this afternoon in a sports magazine called the ringer (laughs) um you see, after after Warren Jeffs uh, was snagged by the U.S. government the first time, Warren Jeffs being the man in charge of the FLDS.
3: Gotta love him. Love Warren Jeffs.
2: He, in 2011, thought he was gonna get out. <laughs> he thought he, he was thought, gonna bitch. get off scot-free on all those child molestation and uh, spousal abuse and child abuse charges. Um, and so he ordered the UEP, to construct for him a fuck mansion. This was a house that was literally just designed to be a building with a bunch of bedrooms for Warren Jeffs to
0: keep a bunch of little girls in for him to fuck. Mm. I don't like that. Now, I personally feel offended that anybody would profane the concept of a fuck mansion. With something as disgusting and reprehensible as pedophilia, I feel like as modern adults we should be able to enjoy a fuck mansion consensually in a safe and healthy environment.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh no, I agree. I think that 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 a, a safe, healthy, sane, and consensual fuck mansion is fine. But this is a Mormon fuck mansion,
0: so <coughs> yeah, all of those all adjectives points. are far it's a waste way. of a fuck mansion. Complete waste of a fuck. Throwing mansion, it out the window. That's now,
2: anybody who's aware of these, uh, <laughs> these charges that were laid against Warren Jeffs understands that Warren Jeffs is still in prison where he belongs. Hallelujah. Yeah.
3: I hope they bury him under it.
2: Inshallah. I hope he doesn't get buried. I hope he rots in his cell to nothing. I, I hope that the matter that makes up this man does not even enter the ecosystem to be redeemed. I hope that it rots and destroys itself and is taken by the ultimate entropy of the universe.
3: What's the shittiest tree that you can think of? The what? The worst tree you can think uh, of.
0: Eucalyptus. I was about to say eucalyptus.
3: Okay, we should, like, you know those, those bags you can get now to be, like buried in the bag to. Oh, to, so we can turn him into a eucalyptus tree and then light, light it on fire? I think that would be a good way to bury him.
2: I think that's a great idea and I think that's awesome because eucalyptus trees are naturally incredibly flammable. You guys are
0: like, mm-hmm. you guys are thinking so But we like, should strip off all the eucalyptus
3: for the koalas.
0: You guys, you guys are thinking so whimsically and interestingly and I'm just like I hope somebody stabs him with a big pen that they covered in poo-poo. It's we can only hope. hope. Um, We can. I hope. I hope hope somebody takes like, you know, a shard of like a plastic meal tray and uses it to like slice a big gash in his thigh after they cover it in their poo poo and he has to go to the hospital and he gets sepsis. Like that's to me that seems like pretty pretty good. Like getting even if he just constantly gets stabbed with like little poo poo knives and has to keep going to the hospital and getting blood poisoning.
2: If only. Um now <laughs> call, this call fuck him, mansion
0: poopo knives Jeff's This
2: Fuck Mansion, one of the last constructed by the UEP and the FLDS, is now a bed and breakfast. Oh, let's go.
3: Can we can we go let's stay go. there? Let's go.
2: Absolutely. It is Zion's most wanted bed and breakfast. That's what we it's called. In... Mm. Yeah, okay. in, uh, I believe it is okay. Hilldale, Utah. That's the other side of uh, of Short Creek. It is Colorado City, Arizona, and Hilldale, Utah.
0: Oh, it's like Houghton Hancock,
2: where it's like,
0: it's like one city, but technically it's two.
2: Yes. Okay. Now, on the Hilldale side, uh, that is where Warren Jeffs wanted his fuck mansion built. And again, you can stay there. Everyone knows what this building was for. The bed and breakfast is is named for what it is for.
0: I don't I, just I mean go I don't there think they call like, it child fuck mansion, but I w- Oh no I just no. want to go there. Clever than
3: that. I wanna go there and synthesize a bunch of Hawaiian baby Woodroad Seas into LSA just to piss off well, Warren. Maps.
0: I would not want to do that because then there you'd have to contend with the extra dimensional future ghosts of the children that were supposed to be molested here but never were. And I, those are some, uh, I would not,
3: (laughs) and uh, by the way, everybody, that is not me condoning doing that. I'm just saying, um,
0: as a joke, it would be fun to do. This has been a long story
2: that has had a lot of offshoots that I have left to the, to the listener to check out on their own. Please, watch Prophets Pray. Or read it. Read Under the Banners of Heaven. Watch Sons of Perdition. Watch fucking The Book of Mormon the Musical. Understand exactly who these people are, where they come from, and why they continue to exist. The FLDS... I have said it once this episode, and I will state it again clearly and directly, is malignant. It is a tumor in whatever population it attaches itself to. This is an organization that is built for one reason and one reason only,
3: and that is molesting kids. Mm -hmm. Like we said last episode, find your local Mormon, waste their time.
2: Yeah, waste their time, absolutely. Do your
3: absolute
0: best to get them away from that shit. The, the child molestation is actually uh, a, a, just a smokescreen for their uh, real agenda, which is the domination of space travel by the Mormon faith. Um, that's why it's they blew up the Challenger. Reference. That's.
2: <laughs> there's the There's the Expanse <laughs> reference. We're getting there. This has been another episode of worst in the industry. I don't. Have a real call to action this week because these things are largely so much larger than we are as individuals. Be vigilant, watch out for your neighbors, watch out for your friends, watch out for your family. Don't fuck kids, don't force women into multiple marriages, don't force young girls into multiple marriages uh, it, or any marriages at it all. It
0: turns out the FLDS was doing a polygamy. Uh, can you yeah. like it's, I just I like, guess that's a thing The it is. This
2: episode is kind of like fucking, Oh, big shocker, but it's also like, not a lot of people know about this. It's the people who care to know. They know. spend
3: a lot of money hiding
2: it. They really did. There is no Wikipedia page for the United Effort Plan.
3: So how do you again. do the
2: research Wikipedia, for this Wikipedia, the largest the the single largest conglomeration of information in the internet that is constantly editorialized and constantly watched for bad sources mm. does not have a page for the United Effort Plan, one you of the single the most thing? influential financial institutions of the 20th century.
3: You want to know the funny thing is, um, we could make a Wikipedia page and use ourselves as a source
0: for it. Mm-hmm. That seems... so. Oh, well, I'll have a hell of a lot more sources than that. That seems like mm-hmm. a uh, posting Boris of sorts. A, uh, yeah. An informational... Um, sucking technology. your own dick.
2: My sources for this episode, uh, as previously stated, is one article in the Oxford Journal by the name of This Will Someday Be the Head and Not the Tale of the Church, A History of the Mormon Fundamentalists at Short Creek by Ken Driggs, uh, as well as the documentary Prophets Prey," on top of the... Shit, there was another one. Oh, I use just Colorado State case, uh, it's casetext.com, but it is Colorado State, or uh, Arizona State prosecutions and in court records, those were also used as a source.
3: What's the football one that you were taught?
2: That is a,
0: shit, what was that? I do love that, when like a sports magazine is like, and then we publish real journalism too. It yeah. was Dude. real weird. Hold on. Let me let me bring it they back do that, up. man. You uh,
2: TheRinger.com. The ringer. The Forest Hidden Behind the Canyons by Tov K. Danovich. What a fantastic title. article. What a title. Jesus. Fantastic that... article. Like it really tells you what the, 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 the current state of the FLDS as of 20, 2019 is when this oh, article thanks. was written. So I would, I would love to give credit to Tov K. Danovich because this was a fantastically written article and I'm sorry I couldn't feature more of it. But there was too much child molestation to cover.
0: Common issue here on the show. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately. She. Tov Thank K. you yeah. for listening once again <laughs> to this episode of Worst in the Industry. Um... We will be back next week with hopefully something a little bit lighter. Ah. I get that laugh tells me that I am Well, wrong. we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you next week. Thank you so much for listening once again to Worst in the Industry. Bye.
3: Bye. I hate you all. I'm decided to become an abusive podcaster.
0: Talk to your partners. Um, if you have you. If, if you're love if you. You. feline HIV positive you need need to let people know and be responsible okay don't be selfish don't be
1: immature i'm in a spot they would kill for i could put them in the wheel and they still won't i could probably get a deal with coke if i wasn't rapping about the past back Dylan dope. got the offer and it's real low over one mil and it's still low they all corporate they all cute in suits, yeah, on bullshit. With all that poop to scoop, my shit going up. I go root to roof, they don't like that. They won't mute the truth. They gon' switch sides, they go group to group. They won't shoot the shit. Ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby shark and hit him with the doo 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 damn. Big boy, you gotta shoot it with two hands. Couple John Doe come through like who's mans. Blue now nah, she blew it like two grams Everyone I lose abused a few Zans I'm right there on the edge of insanity Overlooking Vegas, overthinking my vanity You've been throwing shade, I'm enjoying the canopy Everybody dies, so I live out of fantasy Yeah, can I talk my shit now? I was playing two hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now We not hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town up in the spot, no dancing, I make them all get down We you need to sit the fuck down, yeah I don't even talk my shit now unless I got a reason Everybody watching like Netflix, got a new season I'ma get rich, hit the dealership, get the new bands out. Bottom line, 316, like Stone Cold says so they bury me alive, I was dead broke. I've been living in the no flex zone. About to make a move, it's an escrow. Cooking in the kitchen, my sauce like magic. My pesto like presto. Off a little bean, that espresso. Little bit of lean, like I'm getting over chest cold. Got no chain, no, I can't chill. A ball, got me feeling like A mil. Can't stay still, can't feel, off a painkill. Got the little orange pill, not the day quill. They fake with it, they ain't real They talk about bricks, but they can't build I'm Frank with it, I'm Jake Jill I only sold gas, I'm Hank Hill Tank filled with the propane It's like a 10K grill, it's a throwaway it. They never ask if I'm okay, I'm never okay Everybody wanna cut, it's a dry vocal I'm anti-love, anti-social I'm bipolar, I'm bicoastal. I might buy one and go postal Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit the fuck down.